0: That's what it is, except it's not really draft eve in central Indiana. It's draft eve everywhere else. The Colts don't have a first rounder. So we're going to talk, we we put together a tote board of odds certain things will happen either Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. We'll share those with you. Have a little fun as we continue to move forward to this draft. It's really going to be a defining moment for Chris Ballard and the Indianapolis Colts. They got to get on the ball. They got to figure it out. They've got to plug holes. There's still holes to be plugged, man. If you go into the regular season with Pittman, Patman, Doolin, Strawn, Coute, and Campbell, and and you got three of those guys as your starting wide receivers, somebody's getting fired, and they should. So we're gonna find out Friday night, especially Friday night, who we're looking at as weapons for Matt Ryan, because he needs some. Let's go, right? Uh, Want to remind you, call in. The app, C-A-L-L-I-N, Friday night, when the Colts make their pick, no matter when it is, if it's at 42, 37, 47, whatever. We're going to go live on call-in. This is a new app. You go on there, and it's like a talk radio show. You hit that you want to be a caller, I hit the button, and we're chopping it up talking about whether Chris Ballard is a genius or a fool, and we'll do that for at least a half an hour following the pick on Friday night. I cannot wait to talk to you then. The comments here are great, wonderful. But with call in, it's live chop up, right? It's taking calls and having all kinds of fun. So download the call in app, subscribe to Colts Call In, that's my show, and let's get going. And if we get to a hundred live viewers, I'm giving somebody fifty bucks. How about that? That's something. That's me going into my pocket for you. Speaking of going into the pockets, if you want to thank us for doing this every day, there's a a little prompt underneath where you watch. Ding, thank, and and give. We appreciate it. We sink the money into equipment. It's what we do. Uh, We're brought to you, as always, by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. They are wonderful at what they do. Jared Johnson is a genius. Plumbing problem, plumbing solution. You do do that do do so well, and the plumbers are going to come out, and they're going to clear that doo do because that's what they do do so well. All right, 765-610-8809. Subscribe, hit the like button, ring the bell. Let's go. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts and the odds of them doing something. And then at the end, we'll talk about Mark Emmert because I think people get Mark Emmert wrong. And it drives me a little bit crazy. I don't. Mark Emmert doesn't need me to defend him. He's got $2.9 million he's made every year to defend himself or hire people to do it, for God's sake. But I'm going to defend him a little bit because it's not all his fault. All right, the odds that the Colts move up into the first round on Thursday night, I'm setting those odds at 15-1. to I don't think it happens because of the point system that they use. If you combine 42 and 73, what you can do is move up to 26 or 27. And judging from what Chris Ballard has said, and what Chris Ballard tells us is generally the truth. They can move moving up to 26-27. They're not going to get a substantially better football player ultimately at 26 or 7 than they would at 42. So what the hell's the point in moving up and sacrificing the 73rd overall pick to go get the 26 or 27? All right, the odds that they're going to take, the Colts will take a wide receiver in the second or third round, I got them at 2-5. to five. There is no way you do what Chris Ballard has done this offseason, and that's address a lot of needs, like edge rush with Yannick Ngakwe, Stephon Gilmore at cornerback, Rodney McLeod at safety. All these boxes checked, right? But no wide receiver yet. There is no way that they haven't looked at the draft and said, we are going to get our wide receiver via the draft, and we'd better do it early because the shelf for wide receivers is is going to be about forty-five, forty-eight on draft night on Friday night. So you better go get your guy. They're going to go get their guy. Got it at two to five. Chris Ballard. The odds that he talks about how the first-round pick faced adversity in his youth. This is one to fifty. This happens every year. This uh, there's a pull in the media room. What is going to be the adversity that this young man has faced with Rocky Scene? It was Presbyterian folding up their tent and canceling their football program. But at the same time, being a state championship wrestler before he went to Temple and became the 34th overall pick in 2019. It just scratches your head. God bless the people that put these stories together. But there is always adversity that has been faced by the people that the Colts draft. quitty Pei, adversity. Dio Dangba. Adversity, Plenty of adversity. There's always adversity. I don't know what the adversity was for Quentin Nelson, but by God, you know it was adverse because, because he was the sixth overall pick in 2018. He had to overcome something. All right. Um, the odds that they will take a quarterback in this draft. I got him at 2-1. to one. I think the Colts might take a guy in the fifth, sixth, or seventh round. I think they might do that, 6th or 7th round especially. Create some competition among the guys. I don't think they'll do it earlier than that. They're, they're not going to do stuff. Did I watch, uh, David Schweibold asks, did you watch the latest uh, with the last pick? Made a comment about loading the roster with young guys in the draft. I did not watch it. I I don't want to cloud my thinking with their thinking, so I purposely avoid it. Um, but I, it would not surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me to see the Colts take three wide receivers in this draft and try to figure out a way to cobble together five who are all in their rookie contracts because that's the way you've got to do stuff. You, you can't pay wide receivers $25 bucks, million, $30 million. You can't do that. It puts you all candy-wompers can where it comes to the salary cap. It can't be done. So don't. Good. They won't. If you get a good one, invest in that guy. But if you otherwise draft and draft and draft and churn, invest where you have to. And at wide receiver, really, you don't. So don't. Uh, The odds are that they take a left tackle at 42. You know, there's that Bernard Raymond guy. And Bernard Raymond from Central Michigan, if he falls, you know what? At 42, he looks pretty damn good. The kid from uh, Northern Iowa, if he falls to 42, which is not going to happen, the guy's like six eighty, he's a freak athlete, he's bigger than a damn house, there's no way he lasts to 42. But if he does, I think the Colts might take him. I've got that at 6-1. to one. The odds, at least one Buck Buckeye uh, are, will be taken in this draft. I've got this at 3-5. to five. Chris Ballard loves his Buckeyes. He has taken a, an Ohio State Buckeye in three of the five drafts he's overseen, and he has taken uh, an Ohio State Buckeye or a Penn State Nittany Lion in every draft. Wouldn't it be nice if Jahan Dotson wound up being that guy at 42? I think tell you, we're going to get to Dotson. But if Dotson could somehow find a way to fall to 42, if people don't like his size, 5'11", 178, you take this guy. It did not bother Bill Tobin. We're going all the way back to Bill Tobin, for God's sake. When Bill Tobin took Marvin Harrison, he walked into the studio at WIBC. I had to bring him upstairs into the studio. I was like, wow, this is not a large individual. He's very quiet even then as a rookie. uh, But, hello, gold jacket, Hall of Fame bust, let's go. Uh, That Chris Ballard will select at least one defensive lineman. I got that as one-to-one. He's selected at least one in all five drafts, two in two of the drafts. He's taken seven overall in his five drafts. That he will take a tight end out of SMU for the second straight year. Kylan Granson last year, Grant Calcaterra, could go this year. He's got a history of uh, concussions. What are you going to do? I got that at 12-to-one that they take Calcaterra. Uh, The Ballard will mention how lucky. The Colts were to have the first player they take fall to them. That's one, one in 100, or, or one to 100. He is going to say that, and it could be Sky Moore, Tommy Larson. Absolutely could be Sky Moore. Sky Moore out of Western Michigan, but here's the thing. Where it, go, it comes to Chris Ballard, he has had three first-round picks. No first-round pick this year, but in three first-round picks, and I know this in not one. He has taken a guy out of Ohio State, a guy out of Notre Dame, and a guy out of Michigan. He likes, with his first pick, he likes guys who played at big schools. Now, Rocky scene is an aberration. Hopefully, he learned his lesson. Michael Pittman, the other second-rounder, any year that the Colts didn't have a first, out of USC. All right, so with the first pick of the draft, he doesn't very often invest it in a Mac player or somebody who's played in the whack, or or something like that, usually it's a Power 5 conference player who has earned his stripes, Uh, that he will trade back from 42. I got his 7-2. I I don't think he does it, but I think it's far more likely than he's going to trade up. I don't think he'll trade up. You could package 42 and 122 and move up to 37, according to the point system. That might be a thing you do. If Dodson falls, if Pickens falls, and they're available at 37, 38, 39, you might see the Colts get a little bit antsy in trade-off. Uh, the odds that, speaking of John Dodson and George Pickens, that they will be available at 40. I got his four to one. Somebody is going to be enamored of Dodson and his his tactician ways, the ways he runs routes, the ways he changes speeds what he can do with his hands. Somebody's going to be enamored with that and see greatness there. Similarly, somebody is going to be enamored with the raw athletic ability of George Pickens and the size, man. He fills that jersey. Somebody is going to see that and say, how don't we take this guy? He could be the next A.J. Green. Let's go. So, the odds that those guys are going to be available at 40, I got his 4-1. to one. That the starting... 11, as they exist on the depth chart right now for the defense, will be the starting 11 on opening day. Barring injury, I got it one 1-7. There's no way that the Colts draft over the top of any of their current starters. It is not going to happen. They're going to start who they got. The only guy who you could see a window into doing that with is Isaiah Rodgers, and I don't think it's going to happen. All right, like I said, call in. Download, call in, let's, David Bell in the third round. I'd much rather take him in the sixth round. However, uh, David Bell is going to be as slow and non-quick in the sixth round as he is in the third round, so why take him at all? I think a lot of teams, as they may overvalue Jahan Dotson and George Pickens, I think people are going to undervalue David Bell. Uh, right into the very latter stages of the draft. Uh, yeah, 50 bucks. If we get to 100 live viewers on Friday night, 50 bucks is going to one of those viewers. Of uh, my money. That's my money. That's not Colin's money. That's my money. All right. Uh, so download the Colin app. Mark Emmert, you know what? He didn't run collegiate athletics. He didn't run the NCAA. Who runs the NCAA? Can I see hands? Yes. University presidents and conference presidents, commissioners. These are the people who run college sports. It's not Mark Emmert. Mark Emmert learned that. When he came into that position as president of the NCAA, he tried to make changes, smart changes, to the way college athletics was built and make it more friendly for the student-athletes. And the presidents shot his ass down again and again and again and again and really left him almost feeble in his leadership. To shoot at Mark Emmert is to train your rifle at the wrong target. It's not Mark Emmert. You think Mark Emmert doesn't want to see coaches that run afoul of the rules penalized? Of course he does. You know who doesn't? The presidents of the universities where the people are cheating. That's who doesn't. And that's why it doesn't happen. Mark Emmert is just a punching bag for the media while college presidents, university presidents, get off scot-free. Make no mistake. It's just like commissioners in professional sports. You think the owners want people punching at them all day long for labor strife? No, so they put up uh, boobs like Rob Manfred to be the commissioner, go on ESPN, answer a bunch of ridiculous questions like he's got any power whatsoever. Over the direction of Major League Baseball, it's ludicrous. Um, why don't teams like the M- the Nets win? That's a hell of a good question asked of me in the comments section earlier today. Teams like the Nets don't win because you got to have at all times on the basketball floor. You got to have four players who are willing to play without the ball. You got five guys, you got one ball. That leaves a deficit of four guys. So if you've got James Harden. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant and one basketball you got two unhappy guys that's bad math for the NBA you got to have people willing to play without the basketball and the way the nuts were built they aggregated talent kind of at the same spot it's like having three great running backs if you had Jonathan Taylor Joe Mixon and Derrick Henry all on the same team would that make any sense you got one football and one guy who can run with it every play. What, the other two guys got stand with their thumbs up their asses all day long? No. That's what you had with the Nets. Golden State-Milwaukee, they get to close out their respective series tonight. Bulls at the Bucks, 7.30. Nuggets at Golden State at 10.30. And do not sleep on the Golden State Warriors as potential NBA champions, baby. Because they are playing really good basketball right now. And if Clay Thompson keeps hitting shots, off they go. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning, Breakfast with Kent. I absolutely can't wait. Thanks for the donations. If you'd like to hit the thanks button, throw uh, some cash our way so we can upgrade the equipment. I appreciate it.